from the heart of Florida's great Northwest, it's radio. <laughs> Indeed it is. This is Pat Crawford, hoping you'll stay with us for some great music and conversation here aboard our stage studio located in the historic Museum of Commerce in downtown Pensacola. We have a great program. We have a great program every time, but tonight is going to be extra special, and we have an extra special audience. We have lots of snowbirds in the audience tonight, but all of you folks, give yourselves a big hand. We have really um, an ensemble, a large ensemble of artists who are all amazing in their own right, but we're going to have a lot of collaboration tonight. Uh, um, we have... Uh, one group, um, collaborative of some of the best bluegrass superstars, and then we have this couple that's with me right now on the stage who we've had on Radio Loud many times before. We love having them. Um, Danny Schmidt and Carrie Elkin have been on many times. The last time they were on this show, they had just become engaged, and that was really neat. They told their story and all the things like that. We loved it. We loved it. Well... Now, you know, and they normally tour separately, so it's always great when we can get them to come together as a couple, and now even more so because now they are a trio. They now have a 16-month-old daughter, beautiful little girl, who travels with them. And we're going to pass her around tonight during the show so everybody can uh, entertain her while they entertain you. Uh, so get ready for that. Um, so basically, the nice thing about them, they are a romantic couple in real life as well as their professional life is performing. And um, I'm gonna, I told him, I said, but I still want you all to do separate sets because they still have their own individual careers, so you're going to get to hear what they're doing individually and also together tonight. Couldn't have a better arrangement than that. Maverick Magazine says of Carrie Elkin, we have never seen a performer so in love with the act of singing. On stage, she is simply a force of nature. The Penny Collector, which uh, is, we have here tonight, as a matter of fact, is her seventh recording and a very personal album that reflects some real changes she's been through in the past year or so. In fact, I've been reading her blog, and I encourage you to go and read her blog as well. It's a wonderful, heartwarming uh, piece of literature right now. But in addition to, uh, to doing that, she has also been touring. Uh, she released a duo record with, uh, with Danny here. She performs as, performed as a featured vocalist in the Sam Baker Trio and is touring as a musical guest with the hit podcast, Welcome to Night Vale. Please welcome Carrie Elkin. Well, thank you. Oh, it's so great to be here, truly. Um, we, love, we love coming here. And... Um, I was excited. I was like, oh, good. I'm glad our first show is for radio because um, the day before we left, I dropped a shower curtain and cracked my nose. And then I realized that there's a big audience. So just don't look at me.
Explain to them why you keep sticking that wire down your pants. Yeah, I. 
Because if you don't explain it to him, it's pretty awkward. I know. I feel like, so this guitar is from the 1940s, and every now and then, and this building, I think, is really old. So the two don't go, actually, that great together electrically. Um, and so my, um, I have myself grounded to my guitar. So I have this wire hooked here, and then the other wire down my pants. It doesn't actually do anything at all, but every now and then I can convince her that it will. (laughs) So you guys are in luck tonight. Well, I feel embarrassed. Yeah, success is right. It's hard to embarrass me, actually, so. All right. So I am... This song needs a little bit of explanation um, because the title of it is Cosmic Egg, which most people, like anyone in the world, doesn't know what that is, um, unless you're into spirit animals, spirit animal decks. So I was running a uh, women's songwriting retreat um, back in November, and um, as we do when we gather together as women, we have a deck of spirit animal cards, and we, um, we pick one each, and we state our intention, and we kind of, you know, we see if our spirit animal card is matching our intention. I know this sounds very woo-woo, <laughs> because it is. <laughs> I'm embarrassed, actually, to tell you the story, but we... Just to keep it all in spiritual balance, I got to stay home with the baby and watch college football the entire time. <laughs> Right. Yeah. It, like, it worked out great for yeah. all of us, I think. Okay, I'm sorry. I was taking pictures of this deck and sending it to Danny, and he was like, oh, my gosh, this is not what happens when the dudes hang out. <laughs> so, yeah. And our daughter was with him, so now every time football comes on, she's like, very excited, very excited. So anyway, the first spirit animal card that got picked is called, was called the Cosmic Egg which is the highest spirit card of the deck. And it blew our minds! Yeah. <clears throat> we also had been drinking a little bit. Um, so it was even more exciting um, after some wine. So, um, so I got really into this cosmic egg card, and it was really beautiful. And then, oh, there's our baby. And then, um, whoo! Um, and then I, oh yeah, you could go take care of her. So then we, um, sorry, everybody, we're touring with a baby, 16 months old. It's a whole different touring life now. Um, so we all picked our spirit animal cards and I was realizing like, um, that even though this was like sort of a hippy dippy woo woo thing to do, that we were all, um, feeling very empowered and so I thought, I'm going to write a song about, you know, empowerment. And it feels like a good time in our world to do that. And so this is about um, feeling empowered. And also, I happened um, to write the song um, pretty shortly after um, the church shooting in San Antonio. We live in Austin, Texas, and so it was very close um, to our hearts. And that's been, um, you know... I'm not going to get all sad on everybody, but um, this song is about um, coming together, um, which it seems to be happening, it needs to be happening more and more, unfortunately, that we have to come together over those things. But it's the only way that I know how to deal with the grief. 
is to be with my community. And so that is um, a long story about a cosmic egg and, um, <laughs> and coming together as ladies. So if anyone needs a hug after this, just come on up. Ask what you rage, what your church on fire, what you rush wind, and what your mad desire. Have we lost ourselves? Are we an outward man? Are we a time gone wild? Or just a time elusive? Sometimes we're clear. 
Thank you, Carrie. Carrie Elkin. And, and she's, uh, she's not going anywhere. She's going to hang around because Danny Schmidt's back up with us again. And uh, I'll tell you a little bit about Danny now. It's his turn. Name to Chicago. Yeah, well, yeah. Name to Chicago Tribune's 50 most significant songwriters in the last 50 years. Danny Schmidt is broadly recognized as an artist of generational significance, best known for his poetic lyrics, which have drawn favorable comparisons to Leonard Cohen and Towns Van Zandt for their depth and complexity. He's considered a preeminent writer and artist whose earthly poetry manages to somehow conjure magic from the mundane, leading Sing Out magazine to tag him perhaps the best new songwriter we've heard in the last 15 years. He has nine recordings under his belt, his most recent being Owls. Please welcome... Danny Schmidt. Thank you all very much. Um, it's lovely to be back here. One of the fun things about um, playing a series repeatedly every couple years is that you kind of get to go through your major life cycle events with them. <laughs> it feels like part of the family. And um, last time we were here, we were just getting married. And this time, we got a little, a little monkey running around. Um, and What's gonna happen next time? I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Um, 
And uh, so I thought I would start with a song that I wrote this year um, that I wrote for Maisie, with Maisie, about Maisie. So Maisie's our little one. And uh, we got to walk together in the Redwoods um, in September. And that was one of the things on my bucket list to do with my daughter. And uh, to, to check that one off before she was one was really exciting for me. mid-September but it smells like spring it smells like spring yes it smells like spring it's mid-September but it smells like spring like the ink is hardly dry spinning while the baby sleeps the baby sleeps while the baby sleeps the world stops spinning while the baby sleeps and the angels knit their These little abbreviated sets make weird things happen, and um, so segueing from uh, um, 
song about my daughter to a uh, sort of a quantum entanglement story is a bit of a leap, but um, we're going real only, heavy on you it's tonight. It's only a multi-dimensional <laughs> leap. So. This song's about smart girls and, and high physics. You have to stick with it. A chalkboard full of secrets. It was like some kind of code. To tell the stars and planets how to fall and how to glow. But when she turned to face the classroom, there was chalk upon her nose, like the ghost of Madame Curie or a clown in women's clothes. And the boys dismissed the work so quick they laughed at her instead as just a girl who spilled some numbers from her head. Late night in the library, in the basement by herself, Alone amongst the books again at home between the shelves. Oh, she was searching for some answers when she stumbled in the dark on a girl with colored pencils and black eyes like question marks. And they said hello in stereo. Then they both just stood and stared as a normal sort of silence filled the air. The girl asked her what she studied and what she read so late at night. The thoughts that filled her notebooks and the stars that filled her eyes. Oh, but she said she couldn't tell her. She said she'd just get bored. It was a story told in numbers, not a story told in words. But the girl just laughed and leaned right back, said, try me if you dare. The stories when there's something more to share. So she shrugged and her hands began to speak. and of poetry in Greek. She solved the new dimensions, vibrations of the strings, and from a single derivation all the world. 
Thank you all very much. Uh, I'm going to do one more, and then we'll bring, you know, bring out the fun band. <laughs> They're awesome. We're Maisie. fun in a different way. Maisie likes to dance to soundcheck, and when it was over, she's like, which is her sign for more. She's like giving like a soundcheck uh, encore. Yeah, yeah. I hope you get to see her dance. She's very good. She has some amazing... She's got her own style of dance. She does. She's got some moves. Well, if I had a parrot, I'd teach that bird to speak. He'd say, Polly, wise the cracker in the White House, not in peace. He'd say, makeup makes you ugly, and TV makes you dumb, oh, and people don't kill people, but they give the yahoos guns. Yes, if I had a parrot, well, he'd probably land in jail for saying what I'm thinking and for showing too much tail. He'd speak the world in mirrors That's just what parents do And I'll just shrug my shoulders with 
the guilty by association blues. Teach him how to dance. Cause there's places you can only get if your elephant can dance. Like palaces and country clubs, in boardrooms full of men who, who throw their weight around as though their pleasure was a plan. Yes, if I had an elephant, he'd dozy toe through doors. He'd can can pass the don't disturbs and the point of no reforms. He'd do the tear and tell till the gates were trampled through. And I'll just waltz right by and hum the guilty by association blues. If I had a pig, well, I'd teach that pig to count. Cause it's money that rolls around in mud and hogs that rule the house. And I figure if my pig could root beneath the bottom line, well, we'd both get high on truffles and on dandelion wine. Yes, if my pig could learn to count the beans inside the jars or make up fancy numbers that look likely from afar. He'd bring us home to bacon like an honest pig would do and I'll be fat and happy with the guilty by association blues. Yes, I'll be fat and happy with the guilty by association blues. Thank you all very much. All right, Danny Schmidt and Carrie Elkin, they will be back with us in the second half of the program. And the program is Radio Live. Support for this program comes from Coastal Bank and Trust a division of Sonova's Bank helping people turn their ideas into business realities. Coastal Bank and Trust, a division of Sonova's Bank, member FDIC, an equal lending lender. All right. Now, we have got some bluegrass for you now. Mon Monroe Crossing is made up of five superstars in their own right. These people are critically acclaimed artists. As soloists, but together, I'm telling you what. Let me let me see if I can identify everyone. <laughs> Immediately to my left is Lisa Dugley. She plays fiddle, mandolin, guitar, and does the lead vocals. Next, next in line. I guess he's next in line on the. Uh, oh yeah, with the with the, the hat man, David Robinson. Banjo, dobro, harmonica, and harmony vocals. Then we've got 
Matt Thompson with mandolin, fiddle, and harmony vocals. We've got Mark Anderson, bass and bass vocals. And finally, Derek Johnson, guitar and lead vocals. These people, these people came together through the music of Bill Monroe, and they like to say they had a Monroe crossing, hence the name. Among their many honors, the group was awarded Bluegrass Album of the Year by the Minnesota Music Academy in 2003. In 2007, they were inducted into the Minnesota Music Hall of Fame. They've twice been selected to showcase at the annual World of Bluegrass Convention hosted by the International Bluegrass Music Association, and they've appeared twice at Carnegie Hall in New York. 2016, they had the honor of being the first Minnesota bluegrass band to perform in South Korea. With 15 recordings to date, their latest release entitled Monroe Crossing Plays Classic Country is a collection of cover songs from the golden era of country music, the 50s and the 60s. Please join me in welcoming once again to Radio Live, Monroe Crossing. Friend. He drew his gun and I quickly aimed, said enough. 
Jesse James Gay. Ain't got a thing on me. Jesse James Gay. Ain't got a thing on me. Thank you very much. Oh, we are so pleased to be here. How about uh, Carrie and Danny? Didn't they do a great job? Well, we're, sh we're thrilled to be back on Radio Live. The last time we were here was 2011. That was way too long ago. But we're, we're on the very end of our, this is the last gig on our Anywhere But Minnesota tour that we take every January. We're heading home tomorrow, just long enough to go, oh yeah, it's still cold. And then we're going to go out on another tour out west. Uh, Lisa wrote that last song, by the way, Me and Billy, which is a, a great song. And I know you guys have uh, regular appearances by Bill and Kate Isles, good friends of ours from Minnesota, from Duluth. And we're going to do a song that Bill Isles wrote, I believe. Is that right, guys? Uh, he wrote this about his grandfather who immigrated to the United States from Germany and he settled in northern Minnesota in a, a little town called Virginia working on trains in the roundhouse at night. Now it would get really cold up there on those Minnesota winters. It was 15 below zero when I left for this tour and I, was, I didn't look back, let me tell you. <laughs> but anyways, uh, you know, during those winters hobos would come by looking for a place to sleep if only for a few hours and he would let them in, even though if he were caught, he would have lost his job. That was just the kind of person he was. So Bill wrote this song about his grandfather, Hobos in the Roundhouse. From seven to seven, every night of the week. Fixing trains in the roundhouse, I work on my feet. And I told my children, Hope the bed bugs don't bite. Cause I got hobos sleeping in the roundhouse tonight. From Akron to Hinckley, from Prairie to Shane. They are soldiers and lawyers, and I believe what they're saying. And I'll rouse them at four. And head down the line The hobos are sleeping In the roundhouse tonight Good night, my hobos Rest your vagabond head On your own knapsack pillows In your gunny sack bed Or a few As a guard, 
Every morning at sunrise, he checks out the yard. But for now, I won't trust him, though he seems pretty nice. Cause I got hobos sleeping in the roundhouse tonight. Good night, my hobos, rest your vagabond head. What should I do if I'm caught helping hobos? My job could be through. Well, I heard the answer so clear and so bright. Are my hobos sleeping in your roundhouse tonight? Good night, my hobos. Rest your head upon head. Good night, boys. Thank you so much. Yeah, I tell you, the first time we heard Bill and Kate perform that song, Matt and I, my mandolin player Matt and I, are just backstage just crying. We have to do this song. And every time they hear us sing it, they're crying too. For completely, <laughs> completely different reasons. But next January 3rd, they will be here. So come and see. Come Kate. and see, yeah. Radio Live, January 3rd. The original version of Hobo Who's in the Round. And it looked like that song got approval by Baby Macy. Too. I think so. She was, she was doing the more signs. So. Oh, that's great. Well, this is another train song we're going to end this first little set with. And, uh, you know, we've all ridden the high-speed trains in Asia, in Europe, and we're wondering what it might look like if they were a high-speed train here in the States. And wouldn't that be so cool? Anyway, so Mark and I co-wrote this tune, Imagining the Bullet Train. One, two, three, four, one, two... (laughs) 
Crossing. Yes, indeed. And they will be back with us in the second half of the program, which is coming up soon. I tell you, Miss Maisie was working the uh, Radio Live mosh pit over there. It was really good to, uh, to see that. <laughs> 